0: Thanks for listening to the lunch and learn with Dr. Barry here to help educate, motivate, and put you on the right path to take control of your health through weekly discussions on topics in the medical field, public health arena, and in your community. And now your host, Dr. Barry. Welcome to another episode of medicine Mondays. Today, we're going to be talking about a topic that even though it's heavy, It's extremely important. This week marks National Suicide Prevention Week, a time where awareness comes not only from healthcare providers, but to the general public. And we're gonna talk about a serious crisis here. We're gonna talk about how suicide death occurs once every 11 minutes. In fact, by the time I finish this episode talking about suicide prevention, someone will have committed suicide. And it's one thing that it gets a lot of fanfare in bursts, especially when it happens to a celebrity that we all know. And of course, there's always those questions why. Today we're gonna talk about some of those reasons why, not all, because you you never know what's the final reason, but we're gonna talk about some of those reasons why more importantly, maybe give us some tips on how to recognize it, and then I think at the end we're going to give some information on how to help, especially if maybe you're feeling or suffering from some of these concerns, or if you recognize that in a friend or a family member. So, whenever I talk about a topic, I do love to give numbers because I think when you give numbers, it gives context and allows people to. You know, kind of understand like, hey, this isn't some rare thing he's talking about. This is something that, yeah, affects me kind of through and through. So let's take a look here. So we have this information from the CDC, right? Nice little graphic from the CDC. And I'm going to read some more information from it. Over 48,000 people died in 2021. And uh, the year 2022 with the early uh, estimates have already shown that to, unfortunately, uh, exceed this 48,000 number. I mentioned the one death in every 11 minutes due to suicide. And I think what's more important is, yes, you have that number. And this is just United States, especially if we're talking about the CDC. 12.3 million people have seriously thought about suicide. 3.5 million people in this country have made a plan, and 1.7 million have actually attempted it. And I think if we give the breakdown, right, because Typically when we when we hear these numbers, we're saying, okay, who are the people who are committing it, attempting it? What are their reasons why? And I think, I, which I think are valid questions because when we have the celebrities, when it occurs to the celebrities, we stop. We evaluate, we analyze what's going on in our life or what was going on in their life that they say, you know what? it's better for me to commit suicide than to not be here anymore. Like that's, those are always some of the tough questions. And I can tell you as a healthcare provider, I've had countless of patients because you know, a lot of times for us, especially again, I'm not a therapist, but a lot of times for patients, you are like their therapist. You are the ones that, Hey, you know what? I'm open enough as it is. I'm going to tell you everything. And, I've taken care of patients who said, doc, like uh, I'm done dealing with all of the things I'm done dealing with, all of the stressors at work, all of the stressors with my family, all the stressors with the disease process that I'm, you know, uh, you know, that I have, right? Because that happens a lot too. I'm taking care of very ill, sick patients. And they're like, doc, I would rather not be here to to deal with the same issues with the disease. So it's extremely, an extremely important uh, topic that healthcare workers we should always be weary of and we should always be asking the questions and more importantly asking the right questions because a lot of times I've I've had I've had patients where you know we're having just a regular regular exam regular discussion and then I ask some of the right questions and they say they just break down because They've never been asked a question and now the questions are here and now they're having to kind of deal with the emotions of like, oh, wow, someone never asked me that or they never asked me how I felt. Like I was just coming to get my regular checkup. I didn't know you were gonna ask, you know, how's, how's work life, how's life at home? Like, is there any stress I'm dealing with? I didn't know. And then they just kind of pour out. Sorry to break your concentration. I know you were probably knee deep into today's episode, but do not forget, Check out our Lunch and Learn community store, shop.drbarrypierre.com. Remember to use the code EMPOWER10. And make sure you are leaving us a five-star review, especially on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Thank you. Now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. So I, I want to talk about, again, just kind of give some some more some more information, especially from uh, just from a, a statistical standpoint, so we can understand that, again, obviously a lot of times when we talk about suicide, we talk about that finite act, right? Like the last act where they commit the suicide and they pass away. But there's so many other issues associated with the suicide that is far-reaching out of it, right? So the CEC mentions that though mentioned of the forty-eight thousand people commit suicide, uh, for every suicide death, for about three hospitalizations for self-harm, eight. Dep- emergency department visits related to suicide, 38 self-reported suicide attempts, 265 people who, again, seriously considered it, right? And this is for every suicide. So yes, we, we think about suicide. We think about that final act, but look at all of the other subsequent issues uh, that stem from it. And I think it's important when we think about this aspect of like, hey, one, because I hear a lot, oh, it can never happen to me. Or I didn't know it can happen, right? What are we doing to kind of recognize warning symptoms, right? And I love uh these things right here, right? There are some verbal and there's some behavioral indicators of it, right? So when I when I'm in a hospital, sometimes verbally is saying, Hey, I don't want to do this anymore. And let me tell you, especially for for my hospitalist, my, my medical students, my records, whoever's following me, especially from a medical perspective, I never take for granted or I never allow it to be a joke, right? When a patient tells me, like, yeah, doc, I'm done doing this, man. I don't want to do this. Like I, like, I I, follow up and they recognize my tone turns from comical to serious in a second. Because a lot of times, especially for my men, and we're going to we're looking at some information from Kaiser Permanente uh, that talked about, again, who's affected more. We're going to look at some information because a lot of times, especially my men will jokingly say stuff that they're extremely serious about, but they don't want to be, they don't want to be open. Right. They don't, they don't want that, you know, that window of vulnerability to ah, oh, yeah. If it was me, I'd be done out here. Right. But like, no, like, what do you mean? Like, how serious are you? How much, like I go into a mode very quickly because I understand that I may be their only point of contact for support. Like I, I, I drop the, uh graphic early especially for my podcast listeners um of uh, uh 988 suicide or crisis pipeline where you could just text 988 or uh, call um or chat uh the website right because there's always support right we want you to know that there's always someone out here who is willing to talk because there are emotional signs there's physical changes there's like especially with social media there's online changes that occurs social media profiles don't get updated, or v- very ominous messages get posted on social media for for the cry of help, right? There's a lot of different things that we have to start thinking about, right? When we, we say, hey, you know what? Is this person someone I should be concerned about? I love, I love and this is just a kind of list here, known on CDC as well. Mood patterns included rapid mood shifts, um, calmness to sadness, uh despair uh depression we, we obviously the depression gets a lot but i don't want people to think that those who want to commit suicide or think about committing suicide are just walking around soaking a lot of the times they do a great job in the general public of being able to say and just kind of hide it off right like let's so let's make sure um neglecting hygiene is important uh, either issues with sleep kind of acting on this right where like now they can't sleep or they're sleeping too much a lot of these things again they're they don't they're not like oh if you have one or two things you're definitely concerned suicide but there are things especially if you're a friend if you're a family member you want to be keen on you want to pick up on uh because the concern is always there uh from that standpoint so let's take a look at this information from kaiser Permanente, which i think is amazing right just so we can get a kind of breakdown right and when, and those numbers I gave, unfortunately, were United States numbers, right? When and with about the 48,000 here uh, that passed um, from suicide. Worldwide, right? And we got this from the World Health Organization. Worldwide, more than 700 deaths are due to suicide. 700,000 deaths per year are due to suicide. For every suicide there are more people who attempt suicide. Leading cause of death among those 15 to 29 worldwide is suicide. 77% of global suicides occur in low and middle uh, income countries. 77%. Hey, what's up everybody? It is yours truly Dr. Barry Pierre with another commercial break for the Lunch and Learn community members. If you've been asking, hey, you know what, what can I do to get more involved with the Lunch and Learn community? What can I do to get more involved with Dr. Barry? I got something for you. This year, we have launched the Lunch and Learn Patreon community, where you get access to a private Discord, access to live Q and A's. Depending on the tier you select, you can even become a producer on the show and choose your next topic that you wanna hear and even suggest guests. So I want you to do right now, after listening to this episode, of course, is join me at drberrypier.com slash Patreon. Check out the different tiers and join me in our private discord today. Now, of course, obviously you're in the United States, you're not, you're, you obviously you're not in the lower middle income country, but just think about that. This Think about that number of 700,000 every year when you start thinking like, oh, it doesn't happen as often. And again, I, I can understand why you may think that, because the typically only time we really hear about it is if it occurs to a celebrity. And I think that's why this week is so important. And in fact, this this month, as far as I, I, I like, even though it only has a week, I'm just going to call it National Suicide Prevention Month, right? Because that's why this time is so important, especially because we're about to go into the holidays. We're about to go into that time frame where... If you have family, you're gonna be around family. But if you don't have family, guess what? Now you're gonna be alone. Now you're gonna be despair. Now you're gonna see a lot of people happy, uh joyous, and everything else. That's what you're gonna be showing on TV, but you're gonna be living a life to say, like, oh, you know, I'm not as happy as them. And you know, no one's gonna miss me if I'm not here next year, right? Those are these are the times when you start having these thoughts. So I do, I am happy that we are recognizing it. Or bring it to the forefront of people's mental um if they weren't thinking about it for a while. And interestingly enough, in this country, death by firearm is the number one cause, but in the world it's ingestion by suicide, right? Is an extremely um uh, important cause of it, right? So let's let's just take a look at this information here from uh Kaiser Permanente, because I think I think it's important again. Just for us to kind of get some context of who is being affected by this who is being infected who should we be concerned about so you have this information here from and this looked at information over the last decade right so for 2011 2022 over a half a million lives uh, lost uh to suicide right adjusted suicide rate increased by 16 percent so this isn't a problem that is getting better. This isn't a problem that is stable. This is a problem that is worsening. Key takeaways so we're, that we're gonna look over here at the um, some numbers, especially for my podcast listeners. We're just looking at some numbers here from uh, the CDC, just so we can get you an idea. CDC uh, data shows a record of 49,000 deaths uh, in 2022, which I kind of mentioned, our earlier graphic was on 2021. So again, the number uh, is increasing. And this is coming after modest declines in 19, 19, 2019 and 2020. And I don't have to tell you what happened in 2020, which is likely leading to this increased cost, guys. We just came uh, we we were still in pandemic. But like that's you know, that definitely exacerbated it. Suicide death rates in 2021 were among highest among American Indian and Alaska Native people males and people who live in rural areas, right? So I kind of mentioned the World Health Organization about how the majority of the suicide deaths are happening in low and middle income uh, countries. Over here, we have the same issue, right? Where again, uh, rural areas, low income related areas, you're seeing a, a predominance. Suicide death rates are increasing fastest among people of color, younger people, and people who live in rural areas with many groups and seeing increase of 30% 30% of more. I want again I want I want to say that sentence again and say it slow so we can understand that. Suicide deaths are increasing among people of color, young people, and those who live in rural areas. Suicide death rates have varied um you know from a state to state issue, right? So again, that's that's telling, right? That is telling. That is concerning. Right, that the groups who are going to more likely be affected uh, by mostly everything, right? When we talk about disease and process and, and mental health and trying to focus on the aspect of mental health, are those who are being affected more by suicide rates? And they had some great graphs on here. Let me see if I can. Yeah, I can't find it. Um, yeah, I can't find it here. Oh, um, they had mentioned some information as far as exact cause, increased stressors. Unmet mental health needs, challenges that coincides with 988 launch, and 988 again is that uh, crisis hotline. 988 received almost five million contacts, um, including one million from the veterans crisis line. Right. So again, again, I want I want to I want to think about that. We have a problem that is not getting better. Yes, the pandemic definitely played a role. If you're, if, and being locked down and you know being alone and being with the thoughts i'm pretty sure it played a role i'm not going to tell you that it did not right not to say that i'm going to go back and say that oh we shouldn't have had lockdowns because that's a whole nother discussion um but it definitely added to a problem that was already there it added to a problem that was already there it added to a problem that even if you don't live in this country other countries feel this at a much more significant rate like i said we had about 49 Thousand and 2022 and 700,000 occur yearly, right? So yes, it's one of those things where yes, we get a lot. Uh, the the whole world gets just as much as well too, right? With where it hasn't so that suicide ranges between nine and 14th uh, top leading cause of death, right, in the world nine to 14, just depending on uh, the the year that you're having. So I want to leave us right, especially. Because I think it's important not only to understand, right, just to make sure. Yeah, not only to understand that, yes, we have an issue of concern that we need to address, but we can't be afraid to talk about it. I talk about it a lot on this channel, how there are certain diseases that when it comes to kind of that doctor-patient relationship, even then when you have a great one, it's sometimes difficult to get over. Mental health issues is definitely one. Suicide concern is definitely another. And I challenge, I'm talking to my healthcare providers now, right, and again, obviously friends, family members, you can do this too, but I challenge my healthcare providers because you are supposed to be the leaders. I challenge you to make sure that a part of your line of questioning, a part of your history taking is recognizing, hey, This is an issue I need to address with my patients, whether I'm doing it once a year, twice a year, whatever the time frame you need to do it in, it needs to be done because we can't continue to allow the numbers to continue to rise and us as a healthcare force not talk about it. I'm on... By the time this recording is done i think i'm on like episode three i'm on 300 plus episodes and this is the first time i have even talked about suicide and suicide prevention which should give you the idea because and i think a lot of times we put a lot of stress and onus on our mental health colleagues right you say oh that's mental health issue right oh it's depression mental health, anxiety Mental health, all right? We want to put so much emphasis on them. But remember, guys, it's not enough of them to take care of all of the mental health needs. We need to step up. We need to step up. We need to recognize when something is awry. We need to be able to be that first line of defense uh, for those who need that defense to happen. So I love this. Let just make sure. I love the fact that we have these times, these these weeks, these months, because if you're just kind of walking around, you're just in the motion of taking care of patients, you can kind of forget that there are things that you need to add to your armamentarium of weapons to help fight for that patient's most optimal health, right? Because that's what it is. As a healthcare, healthcare provider, I always say you are fighting with your patient to get them to the most optimal health as you can. And if you're not if you're not arming yourself with the information, with the research, the updated research, the factual research to help them become the best person that they can be, then you are doing yourselves a disservice. Now for my non-health providers, right? My non-health, because again, I know that's a that that can be a lot of burden, right? Cause I don't want, I don't want my friends and family members to feel like there's some level of burden that they have to take on and trying to diagnose and recognize signs and symptoms. No, but I do think if you start having the conversation, and obviously you don't even have to go straight to suicide, right? If you just start having the conversations with like, hey, I know you're dealing with a lot right now, is everything okay? And you just pause, and you allow that friend, you allow that family member you know, to to, to vent, you allow that family member to get whatever they need off their chest. And not to say that you have to be the one to solve whatever problems they bring to you, but sometimes they just want to be able to say what's going on. But recognizing that if you can't, which again, I don't, I don't suggest you do. If you can't solve their issues or concerns, recognizing there are people in the back, right? Like I always, always say kind of the backup, there are people in the back who are willing to help and support you, right? Like I said, that 988 crisis line, five million people uh, contacted them last year. How many lives do you think they saved because they were able to reach out and touch someone, right? And how many lives they could have saved, right? Because if you ask the general population, the general population as the majority feels that suicide should be something we should be able to prevent. So now the question becomes, are we, right? The healthcare providers, the general public doing what needs to be done to be able to prevent, you know, that issue of concern, right? So again, I know, I know those, especially those who are who rock with me to the end, um, I know you aren't used to the heavier uh, topics of concern, but I do think I, again, and I noticed it myself, I do think I'd be doing a disservice if I don't do what needs to be done, right? So I'm your truly Dr. Barry Pierre. Thank you for joining another episode of Medicine Mondays. I'm going to see you guys next week. Thank you for getting to the end of the episode. I am yours truly, Dr. Barry Pierre, favorite board certified internist. Like always, remember to subscribe to the podcast, leave us a five-star review, and more importantly, share this to at least two of the five of your friends and family members that you know that could be empowered with the words that you heard today. Again, so appreciative of all you guys' support. See you guys next week.